Hello, birds. That's our word. I'm Jim Jesus, and we are here with Jeremy Warpigberger. The Lulberts is... <laughs> The Lulberts is brought to you by the Libertarian Party. Ever feel like you wanted to sit around in a room with a bunch of nobodies thinking up interesting names for each other? Your search is over. Sign up today and get a free online class, like getting mad at the Libertarian National or Libertarian New Hampshire's Twitter accounts, or my personal favorite, feeling important because you're a key member in a group nobody really cares about. Sign up at lp.org today. How are you, Jeremy? I am spectacular. How are you? Fantastic. <laughs> uh, yesterday was an interesting anniversary um, that I completely forgot about um, until I was reminded uh, by the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. Ah, uh, jeez. So I just showed it to you. You were kind of clueless on, on this. Um, Libertarian yeah. Party, they actually made two tweets. There's actually one that I'm kind of a little bit upset about, sort of, because um, I, I don't think it's good. Um, but the other one that every, the one that everybody's upset about is uh, a tweet of a picture of John McCain's casket with uh, Megan McCain crying over the casket with the words, happy holidays. Because as you know, or as you were just informed this morning, that this was the, that that was the what four year anniversary of John McCain's death, uh, where yeah. he died from cancer from a tumor, um, even though he's been cancerous the entire time. I was going to say, I always thought of him as a tumor, so it was kind of kind of ironic that's how Stop he went out. the tumor. <laughs> yeah, and like so, and most of the responses that you see in, in the in the comment section are people like I think it was even added to the list. Which I, are you familiar with the list? Uh, which list? <laughs> I forget the guys. I'm always I always forget the guy's name, and then everybody always tells me, "Oh, you mean like I think his name is Siraj." Siraj's list. So Siraj is a guy who um, I highly recommend you you f- maybe not follow him like his Twitter account's good too, um, but he has this uh, uh, one called the list which is at the list comes for all, and it's a list that he puts out every week and it's a it's the top ten people on Twitter every week that need to have their phone taken away because they said something stupid, and Libertarian Party had two. <laughs> tweets oh, nice. that made the le- or the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire had made two tweets. It was this one, and then the other one that actually was kind of like bothersome to me was um, raise the minimum wage to six million or you're anti-Semitic, bro. Uh, yeah. See now, as 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 an old timer in the you know edge lord game at this point in my life. Um, they're, th- those are both just like trying to be edgy. I don't know. I find the first, I find the first one funny. I'm sorry. Not, not sorry. Um, but the second one, I, I think I'd have to agree with you. That's like kind of ridiculous. I don't know. They're probably both ridiculous to, to a certain segment of the population, but I just, yeah, I think that one I've seen them post stuff like, like, I don't spend that much time on Twitter anymore. I usually pop in like once a week, maybe mm-hmm. and check some things out. And, uh, I just, the boom, the, the 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 innate boomer in me. I just I can't get into it, man. I try, and then like I get like people just respond way too fast, and the conversations flow back. Like you, all you guys have been there for so long, are so used to doing that. I just can't get myself into doing it. So I like I after half an hour, I get frustrated and give up. Um, but that just seems like par for the course with these guys, with especially the some some of the LP account, some of the LP uh, party accounts. I know they're, they're like that. Is it Kentucky that does a lot of ones like that? Maybe too. Yeah, I think t- um, Kentucky is doing it. Um, Texas doesn't really do it so much. Like sometimes they'll get like right on the edge of being border, like uh, being edgy, like right on the border, but stop just before it becomes edgy. And then, like the next tweet would be kind of like, "Bro, what are you, what are you posting?" But I think ever since like the kind of Mises Caucus kind of takeover, 
Um, it's just kind of been writing the the usual line that the, the Libertarian Party tweets sh- probably should take, according to conventional wisdom. Um, yeah. For what it's worth. <laughs> for guess for good or ill. Um, but when I first saw this tweet, the the Happy Holidays one, um, like my initial, like my knee jerk reaction was, well, this is funny. Um, but then, like, it was like, well, wait a minute, this is an official, like, Libertarian Party Twitter account, and we can we can all talk bad about the Libertarian Party. And by the way, don't worry, we will today. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be bashing the shit out of them today. But I think for most people, in most people's eyes, when they think Libertarian. Uh, like what what do the libertarians believe they're not going to go to mises.org they're not going to go ask people on twitter they're not going to go to even someone like molyneux which definitely molyneux now because he's not even on any platforms most people have heard heard about um they're not going to go to any of those types of people what they're going to do is they're going to look to the libertarian party because they're the political they're a political thing right uh, you could say, yeah. well, it's not political, but at the end of the day, it's it's a political philosophy. It, um, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be, but that's exactly like that's the, the modern day. That's what it is. Yeah. Even with the take, even with the takeover, they can talk all they want about be, wanting to be um, more of just the platform to get the voice out there. Like they made those claims, but they're, they're, they still want to get people elected. So they're a political party. Yeah, no, yeah Andrew, Andrew McCurdle kind of even after the takeover was boasting about like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like we still had more people elected during the takeover, like from the time we they had it to the time we took it over in that process, more people were elected to, to public office. And it's like, OK, but that's not the point of the LP. Like the LP was always supposed to be, according to people who founded this thing, was supposed to be like, we're a political party because this is a platform that everybody pays attention to every two to four years. Um, and if they're going to provide a platform, at least we need to get their ideas out there. If someone gets elected, cool, but that's not the point. Like the point is just to have this be a platform. Now you can disagree yeah, that with was, that. that was always, oh no, that was, I mean, that's in the writings. What was his name? Was it David something? I forget the guy who's, oh, who's uh, David, David Nolan, I think it was. Yeah. It, the, it, got, yeah. It was definitely Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. I, I think he's the one who's credited with like being the originator. I mean, Mer- Rothbard was in there early on, but the, he was like, Nolan was like the originator. And that was when he wrote out the original platform, like. It was like it wasn't even secondary. It was like way down on the list getting people elected. It was like 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 you said. It was pretty much like if 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 by happy uh, circumstance they get elected, great. But uh, yeah, we're just here to promote our ideas. Yeah. Um. So I mean, so I'm not I'm not against. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's fine. Um, and not only that, but the Libertarian Party has been pretty good. Uh, I don't maybe I don't know about all the details of every little thing i know they're trying to get five percent so they can get federal backing funds which maybe not be libertarian but i don't know how that thing works i if i have heard someone mention that like it's voluntary um like it you can actually pay extra when you register to vote or something like that and that's the money that goes to all that stuff i don't know um so i could be wrong but if if it's not the case <laughs> that you know that it is take coming from taxpayers uh then that federal matching funding wouldn't be good um correct me by the way uh, correct me if i'm yeah uh, correct me if that money is coming voluntarily um yeah i have i have no idea but i'll, I'll just say i mean I don't know, man. I my I, my philosophy on all that type of stuff has changed so much over the years, and at this point, I'm just like, well, okay, they're going to take that money. That money's going to be there anyway. It's already been taken. Yeah. So, like, not that I do it, but I, do, I have less of a problem with like like my like people like my buddy Drew Sample, uh, <laughs> who uh, 
is uh, all about taking whatever federal funding he can get his hands on and has been doing it for years and been living quite a great life. And it's like, well, you know what? I used to be very against that, but I'm like, they took it already anyway, man. Whatever. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. Screw it. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I've come to the point where it's just like, listen, I, I, hate, the, I hate the state. I, I wish the state wasn't here. But you know what? The reality is it is here. It ain't going anywhere anytime soon. So... Uh, yeah, you got to work within certain boundaries because it's, ar- it's already there anyway. So, you know, what? make the best of it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. So yeah, I don't care if people, t- I don't care if they take that money or not. It's, it's already been taken in the first place, man. People quit complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, but the LP National has been getting pretty spicy. Uh, the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire is definitely spicy. Kentucky is definitely spicy. Um, so, but yeah, but my first reaction was like, yeah, this is bad for a political party to, to do this when people are looking. Um, but then I was like talking to uh, a couple of my friends. Um, my internet friends, uh, Danny Duchamp, which, by the way, he has a great YouTube channel, even though he's wrong about NFTs uh, and mental health and Star Wars. Um, <laughs> one of the things, he's really good. He's got a great YouTube channel. Uh, and, and one of his kind of friends, uh, Bones the Rabbit, and they were like, no, like this kind of shock thing is like what gets people's attention. This is what gets the, the conversation going. And then like while he was explaining it, I was thinking about all of the people who have told me their kind of transition story to becoming a libertarian. And I was trying to think of a person who didn't have a transition that really wasn't like, who wasn't shaken. Right. Uh, most of people, most of the people I've talked to who are libertarians told me that it was like Ron Paul, you know, being a Republican and t- taking a hard stand, not just against the Iraq war, but Afghanistan as well, or his you know, statement that, you know, um, no, it was, the reason why 9-11 happened was because, you know, uh, was blowback from from the FBI and CIA and all the wars that we do all the over there. And even the FBI oh, yeah. recognized that. That was a shock to a lot of people. And when he was yeah. saying, like, yeah, we should legalize heroin. That was like it's usually that kind of shock moment where everybody goes like, that's 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 fucking crazy. And the conventional wisdom would say, don't say those things. Water it down. So that's digestible to most people. But every time the Libertarian Party does that. Nobody cares. Nobody pays attention to it. It barely gets any retweets, and it's only getting, you know, support from people who already support them. Um, it's only when they have these kind of like shakeup moments where people actually have this dialogue. And for me, it wasn't the Libertarian Party. It wasn't Ron Paul because I came before, um, you know, the Ron Paul Revolution. Mine was the uh, Teller's bullshit. And if you had seen Teller's bullshit, they're not. They're not, you know, they're not watering it down and making it like friendly to you. They're cussing you out for believing these things and explaining to you like very aggressively why these things are wrong. Um, and that was kind of like my detransition from kind of being a, a well, at the time I was like a moderate Democrat, but, you know, I had come originally from like the progressive Green Party stuff. Uh, but that was kind of like my wake up moment and then reading Rothbard trick, you know, tricked me into becoming a full land cat. But that's a whole other story. But I, I'm, I'm trying to think of at least one person who didn't have that kind of radical shakeup. And I think this kind of tweet is that kind of radical shakeup because now everybody is kind of forced into like, well, this is a terrible take. Well, it's like, well, is it a terrible take? John McCain was a war criminal. Uh, he was like the re- he's the reason why we still have Obamacare on the books. Like he was like the deciding vote. Uh, he, you know, like he has a complete legacy of just being a war hawk, a warmonger, and a war criminal. What good is is him? Uh, and then you know the kind of shift had been like, well, it brings in you know Megan McCain. Like Megan McCain, she just lost her father. That's that's a terrible thing to you know to insult. But it's like, well, what has Megan McCain ever done besides? 
defend his legacy and push politicians to continue his legacy in warmongering and war crimes and shit like that. Like, there's nothing good about this woman. And not only that, but for other reasons, she's a complete bitch. Oh, not only that, but she also wants to detain Americans in Getmo without trial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, she, she's an absolute monster as well. Just because she didn't have the reins of power, she just never had the reins of power, doesn't mean that she can't push people in that direction, which she has. I mean, she's had a big platform on shows like The View, which I don't think anybody takes seriously except for Karen's. Um, and even then, her kind of role on the show is to be the kind of token conservative to laugh at. Um, but still, I mean, there's still a lot of people who, who are listen to her probably only because she has a big chest, but they still listen to her, <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Um, so no, like I, I don't, I don't think there's any redeeming value and not only that, but her mom's still heavily involved in politics. She thinks she's the ambassador to the UN. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I have no idea about that, but yeah, I mean, the, the, like like I said, you showed this to me this morning, and that's my that was my first thought too. It's like these people are horrible individuals, yeah. And that's what I got. That's why I got a kick out of reading a lot of the uh, responses to that tweet. Because like I said, I skimmed through the first fifty or so, and I found a bunch of them that that would outright say, "I hated both of like I don't like I I hate Meghan McCain. I hated her father, but it's like, well, yeah, there is no, no butt there, man. Like there, the, these people are. Well, she not, has a big you know, butt. Well, that, okay, that that that's probably true. I, I I barely even know. Like, I had to I had to look at her face and go, oh, yeah, that's what she looks like. I um, but th- this is just this is typical for so many people, though. It's the it's the it, there's always this lionization of these people after the fact. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not sometimes not even after they're dead. I mean, look how many people did an about face at this point during the uh, the Trumpykin years um, about George Bush. Everybody was loving George Bush and talking about it's like you all hated him back then, and for good reason. <laughs> But yeah. now all of a sudden, now now you're yearning for the days of this. This is just like a this, oh, and it's it's still going on. Like uh, when Liz Cheney was was up for uh, was she was getting primaried in in her home state of uh, Wyoming. What is with people in Wyoming that I I'm not particularly fond of? Anyways, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that aside, um, yeah. But she was getting primaried there. Everybody was like, I disagree with Dick Cheney. Like, but you know, like when he says someone is bad, you know, we should listen. It's like, yeah, but you know, you didn't listen when he said that about was it John Kerry? You didn't listen to them oh, when yeah. he was saying the same thing about Al Gore and Joe Lieberman. Which, by the way, Joe Lieberman and Al Gore and <laughs> all of them, they're they're all terrible too. Uh, oh, but yeah. you didn't listen to them when when that was going on. Why why all of a sudden we were like, oh, now now that we have a mutual hatred for someone like we're good friends. We're not. Uh, we just spent eight years. Uh, and then like eight years after that, you know, with the, with the, with the Iraq war and line, like talking about how terrible it was that we were stuck in this quagmire, not just in Iraq, but in Afghanistan too, even con- like liberals had backed off from saying that was still good. Um, or progressives rather. Uh, but like you're, you're going to say like he, they're like a war criminal. But you know what? He said something bad about Trump. You know, he's a man with integrity and maybe we should listen. Like, <laughs> Fuck off. And Liz Cheney, and Liz, uh, Liz Cheney is no better. I mean, she she defended all the things her dad does. She, again, pushes all of that stuff in Congress. Was she Congress? Yeah, Congress. She pushed for all that stuff in Congress. She's an, she's an evil person, too. It's not to say the person who primaried her is any, any better. Um not that I, not that I'm aware. I'm not really fully sure of what her stances of war are, but you know, she's coming from the right. Yeah, it's I, entirely possible. I have, 
that she might be a kind of Trumpian on that and being like, no, we should kind of keep her to our own business for the, for, for the most part, not all, not completely. Um, or she could be I, like a complete neocon on the, on the issue. I don't know. From, from what I gleaned, cause I like, you know, I don't pay that much attention to politics. I did catch the whole Cheney thing. And, you know, even if I don't care about politics, that just still made me laugh that she got slaughtered like that. Cause you know what, Ex- you know, <laughs> like slaughtered like about. the Miss Piggy I, she I, is. I, I still think I still think she's horrible, and I thought her I think her dad is horrible. So like I don't change on that yeah. <laughs> just because I don't like somebody else. You know, I'm not a, I wasn't a Trump fan, but I still think these two people are horrible. Yeah. So I was happy to see her go. But from what I from what I understand, whoever she ran against was more of along the Trump line thing, because that does seem to be. I mean, not that that's unexpected at all, but that does yeah, seem to be the trend right so far in all the primaries and all the races that are that are heating up for you know I guess the midterm what's the midterms this year right. Yeah. Um, that, that that does seem the way that things were leaning, but you know, though, even the even the even the most of the people that are aware of that going on still annoy me because it's like, do you not remember? Like, this is the pattern. This is how things always go. Yep. Like, this is how it's gone since I've been paying attention to politics. It doesn't matter how bad anybody thinks any particular president or or as as I like to call them, which I I stole from Bill Buford a long time ago, the uh, resident of the awful office. <laughs> um, uh, My favorite you know, autist. You know, What's that? Uh, my my one of my favorite autists. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I lost track of him for a long time. I love Bill. Though. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't heard, heard from him in a while. I wonder. I, I hope he's doing well. Yeah, him and Ben. Well, still last, yeah, well, Ben, I saw last year. I know Ben's doing well because I recently was sent pictures that he was actually out of his house and visiting other people. So oh, he's nice. back tra- traveling again. Not super long distances, but he's uh he's out and about, so he's doing a lot better. Ben, if you're yeah. listening. Hit me up. We should do another guest episode. Sure. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I could listen to Ben talk for hours. <laughs> right. I just let him talk. You got the floor, buddy. <laughs> but uh but yeah, this is like like I said, I'm I'm just I've been seeing this for so long and this is just what happens. People they, they forget about the the they had a problem a couple of years ago, or that this is just like the standard operating procedure. You get a you get the D in that everybody hates. Okay, well it's just going to swing Republican, and then it's just going to swing back, and it's going to swing forth. And yep. that's where the people who the, the ones who are the libertarians, anarchists, whatever, the people that are, are still at least partially involved in politics, this is where they're all like, well, we we need to do something. We need to we need to step up so people can see there's another choice. So I can sort of see the argument why people would get upset with the the, the tweet we were talking about mm-hmm. and how, you know, it, it's, it is in a sense, it is bad optics. But I do kind of agree with you what you were talking about that, that you know, you kind of, you know, after talking to those other guys, you were kind of like, well, wait a minute. Is it really such a negative thing? You know, because the shock and awe, like, I don't think I was necessarily <laughs> shock and awed into it because I was I mean, I was I was a, 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 a long time lefty um, and I was I, I was and I talk about this all the time. I was what Ross um, what uh, Rush Limbaugh used to refer to as a useful, useful idiot of the left. That's who I was. I went. Oh, I was a watermelon. That, that's oh. what that's what Rush would have called me. Oh yeah, no. I was just I was just one of the ones who went out there and pulled the levers for the D's every every couple of, every two to four years, whatever, um, and didn't really pay attention too much against that, and was really railing against the the right the right because that's what my parents were, and I was just trying to be a contrarian, and I didn't really care. So I kind of stumbled into all this. I mean, the most shock and awe I dealt with was I went through that transition that some people talk about, like you know, if you're in your twenties and you and you don't um, care about the poor or whatever, and um, you know, you're you don't have a, you don't have a heart. Um, and then if you're if you're over thirty and you don't care about money, you know, you're stupid <laughs> type yeah. of deal. Yeah. Once once I bought a house and started having to deal with taxes and all that crap, I was like, wait a minute. 
these lefties have been selling me wrong. And then I went right for a little while. And then I was like, well, these guys are idiots, too. Uh, <laughs> And yeah. I just kind of stumbled into the Libertarian Party. Um, but I didn't stay too long. Um, and that was almost a decade ago at this point. Uh, and, and I know it's gone through. I mean, it got way worse for a while, I know. It went more and more leftist, I guess, or progressive, whatever, for a while. I, I, I don't think that's true. But go ahead. <laughs> at, least, at, least, at least the Nationals seem to. Um, they're, what they were promoting and stuff like that. And then now that the, the Meekhawks have taken over and they're swinging back in the other direction, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a really have a problem. I know a lot of those guys. I've known them for years. I don't really have a problem with them. I'm like, whatever, you know, was, I, I don't, I, I'm used to dealing with the, oh, you're a racist, you're a white nationalist, whatever, like whatever gets thrown at them on the regular basis. And I know most, a lot of them personally, I know, I know they're not. So I'm like, whatever, deal with the slings and arrows if you want to. I don't care. I don't want to play that game anymore, but, um, this is, you know, so I don't know. It, it's it, so what it did. It, I didn't have to be necessarily shocked, shocked. And well, I mean, like I said, to an extent, but not through the political aspect. But these guys, like, I think you're right. I think a lot of people, you know, most people, some a lot of people, 9 11, a lot of people come into grips with the one the Iraq war, Afghanistan war, whatever things have come up. Obamacare. Um, I know a lot of people that got pushed over the edge with Common Core originally. Um, COVID. everybody has their uh, COVID. Yeah, COVID was, was a that, huge that was, one. That was the latest one. Yeah. Um, so, 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 yeah. People, like if you look at it, if you take a step back and look at it from that perspective, yeah, you're you're right. How many people needed to be shocked and awed into this, into at least thinking in a different direction or stepping back from that binary? Well, it has to be one of these two. So in that in that, in that respect, yeah, is that thing really that bad? Uh, I don't think so. And like I said, I think it's funny off the bat. I, think, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I hate I hate both of them with a passion. You know, I mean, on top of everything else about McCain, you know, and also like even if you want to go the well, he's a war hero. Okay, how many times did he get captured? He wasn't a very good war hero. There was. <laughs> I like people who weren't captured. Okay, he was shot. He was shot, he was shot down multiple times, wasn't he? As far uh, as I remember, I, at least twice. I thought he was shot down at least twice. I know there's like a there's. I don't know if it's a cons- accounts as a conspiracy theory or if it's true or anything. But I have heard people, people that I respect, who go like, "Yeah, John McCain um, may have been a, may have been uh, given given the Viet Cong secrets in order to get out of being tortured," uh, and he has been referred to by people who, who I don't know, maybe I, I don't trust or whatever. Um, but, but interesting people, let's just say that <laughs> um, as the songbird of Hanoi. Um, Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard those, too. Yeah, yeah. And, so uh, who knows if they're true? It doesn't matter if it's true because all of the other things he has done since his, since that has kind of, like, put it on there. And not only that, but so you're a war, you're a war hero in, in a war that we shouldn't have been in. It was a complete quagmire. Yeah. There's no reason for us to go in. And the basis for it was just absurd. Like, we have to stop communism. Like, well, where are we going to stop it? Are we going to stop it in the Soviet Union? Are we going to stop it in China where it's growing like crazy? Or how about how about Cuba, where it's right next right next door? No, we're gonna do it in uh, Shuffle's deck, Viet Vietnam. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So a lot of people died in that war for, uh, and it was completely needless. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. completely needless. Um, so if you were a war hero in there, I, I, I commend you for, for saving you, some of your fellow people's lives. But honestly, like, I don't think you should have been drafted. Yeah. Shouldn't have gone. Uh, yeah. Sorry. 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 The, the government wasted your friend's lives. But yeah, that's the, uh, I'm not trying to disparage any, like, cause I remember I told my dad, like I was against the Korean war and he was like, do you, do you think all those people died for nothing? And I'm just like, it's like, well, how do I say yes without like 
making you upset. There's no <laughs> way, you know, to tell you like, yeah, some of the people that you know and grew up with, like, they died for nothing. It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing came of either of those wars, except the ceasefire. And it's not, the war's not even over technically. Oh yeah, isn't it still? Well, I thought I thought they finally. I thought it was. I thought I saw something about that like a year or two ago that they finally actually signed something that said it was over. But maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Oh, maybe I, maybe I just didn't get the memo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Like maybe I, said, I didn't I get that Michael that Malice tweet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's someone that probably follows it more than anybody. Um, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like. So yeah, I don't know. Like, so I I was of kind of two like two minds originally. Like, I thought it was funny. I thought it'd be a great tweet for some, like for someone like me to tweet, or maybe someone like well, I guess Jeremy Coffin's running for office, but maybe if he wasn't, someone like that to tweet or maybe oh yeah, but have you Hancock. have you seen the bombastic ads he's been putting out there? I don't oh, I love them. Pas- I don't. I don't. Oh, no, I do. I do too. But I'm saying I don't think it's. I don't know if it's past Coffin no, no, no. at this point. <laughs> yeah, but but now that I've become come to this realization, I'm thinking like maybe those. Maybe those ads are, but I don't think those ads are in the same vein. They're not nearly as oh, the no quote unquote they're, they're still, tasteless. Yeah, they're still they're shocking on a different way. Mm. Yeah, I, I, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So maybe 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 he wouldn't right now, but I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe he's the one that made that tweet. From, from what I understand, it's, I think he has something to do with the with Twitter account. I'm not sure if he. It's it. possible. I don't think he runs it by himself, but I think a bunch of I think a few of those guys have access. To, those people up there have yeah. access to it, so he very well could have. That would be brilliant if he put it out on the on the main account and not his own. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be a really smart move. Now, I know that like a lot of the libertarian parties are different and depending on the states, depending on the counties, depending on like the individual groups. I mean, there's going to be like really shitty state uh, ones who are better than others. Oh, anyway, before we get into that, you did say that like they were kind of ran by like kind of like lefties. I don't I don't agree with that. I think they were kind of um they were trying to appeal to the establishment and the current state of – it's not really wokeness. It's just kind of the what they perceive as like what's okay to say in polite society according to like all the media outlets and stuff like that. And so they were trying to go down this thing where – and there are a lot of the like the people – which I was listening to Tom Wood's podcast with Jeff Deist. And there was something that he said that kind of struck my ear and I was just like, yeah, I can, I can imagine like some of the, like the – you know, the really core people like Nick Sarwak, like and his kind of like people that he rubs elbows with. Maybe those people this would apply to. But he said that there's people in the Libertarian Party that like they're not so much that they prefer Gary Johnson to Ron Paul, um, but it's that they prefer Hillary Clinton to Ron Paul. And I was just like, uh. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case for maybe some of them. But after seeing like a lot of these tweets and stuff, it's like pretty clear that there's a lot of people, like a lot of people who would prefer Hillary Clinton to Ron Paul, not just Hillary Clinton, but now John McCain. And that's that that's fucking disturbing to me. Um. Okay, so, so yeah, I, so, so I misspoke. They're not progressives; they're neocons. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't really he wasn't really a neocon. Um, I, I, remember, no, I was talking about Hil- I was talking about Hillary. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Touche. Um, yeah, I mean, like Hillary Clinton well, the- and and the neocons were definitely on the three by five index card. I'm sure there were some, some wedge issues they disagreed on, but for everything else, they were pretty much on par. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I would agree with you that a lot of them were more just trying to cater, but I mean, the the problems they had in some of the some of the state parties, like New Hampshire, 
Um, I, I think a lot of people, especially well, a lot of the Meekhawks would agree um, that they, they were straight out leftist or progressives or whatever. Yeah. They definitely weren't anything, you know, like the bigger parties. I think they had a similar issue with the with. Oh, the Nevada was bad. Like, oh, Nevada. Nevada. Nevada was horrible. Nevada. Um, Pennsylvania, Nevada. Nevada. Pennsylvania was bad. Leave me in my New York accent alone, all right? <laughs> no, that's 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 a, that's a, that's that's someone trying to do a a, a Mexican <laughs> pronunciation of it. It's like it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go get me some quesadillas. It's like motherfucker, it's a quesadilla, <laughs> it's a quesadilla. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Nevada. A, what was he saying about Nevada? Uh, uh, Nevada. They they they, <laughs> they they were horrible too. Um, I know Pennsylvania had a lot of issues, um, and some of the other states too. So I, I guess yeah. I mean there were there. Okay, so maybe there were more people who were just trying to just trying to cater. But the problem with that is the longer you do it, the longer you start to feel. And th- and those are the people you see come out because I think a lot of those people, while they may be seeming to lean more with wanting a John McCain versus Ron Paul, I think they're still confused and don't actually know where they are like where they stand what they really i don't think they actually have any principles <laughs> or at least not many that they hold to. I, no i think, I think so there's easily a new swayed. i think there's a new principle because there's um there's there's like different factions in the libertarian party and they're always constantly at war with each other there's the kind of like i i'm building myself into the libertarian party but i want to be like appeasing to like voters because i want people elected because that's how i think policy should be enacted there's those types of people um, and they're also against kind of the more woker elements of it, not all of it, but the woke, woke, woke stuff, um, like the, the socialist caucus and that sort of thing. Yeah. That audacious caucus. They're against all that stuff, but they're, um, but I think right now, because they have been stripped of all of their power, um, their, their position is anything that the Mises caucus says is true is wrong. Um, and they'll take like hard stances against things like decentralism. Like anti-war, just because the Mises Caucus have been so hard about like national divorce and ending all the wars and being anti-war, and I've seen seen a lot of it, and it's really kind of disturbing. And anytime I talk to a lot of these people, by the way, it's worth pointing out that I remember going to an, an LP convention, uh, and it really wasn't one of these types. They were really consistent libertarians, but they were kind of small government libertarians, but they were like, I still think we need a federated system only for trade. Um, but I think it needs to be dismantled pretty much all the way. And it's like, you know, they still were like talking about getting rid of the army and, and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, um, maybe. And he had some, like he had some arguments for it, but the arguments that I'm seeing from a lot of these people who were stripped of power have been kind of right. And there was this, this article that came up by, um, I want to is this yeah Jonathan Casey I guess he's like the head or the guy who founded the classical liberal caucus which is kind of it's it seems like it's a reactionary caucus to the Mises caucus and a lot of their stances is just let's be the opposite of everything the Mises caucus says and the the too long too too long didn't read version of this is if you're a libertarian and you you support these values you should support them everywhere and not just in little small enclaves around the world um, and so no we shouldn't shouldn't divorce the United States uh, all these states from from each other and have like fifty federated states or maybe even just have like a clump of states that kind of group together right you know where you have like I don't know like the South and as one state you know with a bunch of different states have them be a federated system or have texas be like a lone star state whatever um 
they but they're like but it's like okay but why are we stopping at the u.s border then like why why not expand it out and just have a one world government and put all these liberal tests to a vote and it's like well no 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 i still think you know we should have <laughs> still think you know like all these countries should have like you know borders and it's like well hold on like how come we're so against decentralism on one hand or for for the United States, but not for the rest of the world. It's like I thought we were going to support it everywhere. Why why are we now all of a sudden stopping? It's like well, because we know that it's politically like liberalism in the classical sense is not popular anywhere around the world except for a handful of Western countries, and that's it. And they know that they can't get those votes in, um, but they know they think that they could possibly get it in the United the federal government, which that's also is absolutely untrue. I don't think the Libertarian Party or Libertarian ideas are going to be popular uh, on a federal level because there's still a lot of states that are going to be like forever blue, especially ones with a lot of urban areas. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was pretty much the other one. And then I think there was another one. Uh, it was just uh, the other the other kind of argument was like you're not any freer if um, if you're in a tyrannical like city, let's say a city uh, versus a tyrannical state versus a ty- ty- uh, tyrannical uh, nation or a tyrannical world. And it's like, well, no, you are. If, if, if I'm in a, if I'm in a, like a little area, like if I'm in like a little neighborhood and the neighborhood has clamped down, like we're going to throw anybody in jail who smokes marijuana and we're going to jail anybody who's gay and, blo- and all these other things that you can, you know, count libertarians for being against, we're, they're going to have all of those things. They're going to be a complete tyrannical government, even communist. It's still easier for me to leave that neighborhood than it is to like leave the state. And you can scale that out. Like it's easier for me to move to a different state uh, than it is for me to move to another country or another world. <laughs> the, the further yeah. you get out, the, the harder it is for you to move. So having small little like neighborhoods that have their own kind of rules um, is a lot better, even if some are terrible, because it's easier to move across the street, and it's you know that it is you know across town, and it's easier to move across town than it is across ca- uh, county, county, state, federal or government, whatever. Like all that stuff, yep. it gets harder and harder. Um, and even if they want to, you know, box you in, it's still easier for me to escape North Korea than it is to escape you know Beijing. Yeah. <laughs> Because Beijing is, a, is in a giant country where, you know, I got to travel a whole lot more. And then when I get out of that country, there, now there's a culture change. And the further you get away, there's going to be a bigger and bigger culture change. There's a big culture change between Nevada and Texas. There's an even bigger one from any state in the United States to Canada or to Europe <laughs> or those countries compared to like Africa or Russia or China. Like those, those are completely radical different things that all of those things make it harder for you to move further and further. And but every time I bring this up, I just get fucking crickets. Yeah, but, you know, we got to defend it everywhere. And by everywhere, I just mean the United States of America, not anywhere else. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, screw that. I don't know. I, I, I have to defend it for me. I don't have to defend it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I, I was saying this earlier before, before we started the show. Like, my whole thing is I, I've, you know, national divorce, great with me. But I've, I've long been for the, uh, you know, the whole Rothbard idea of taking secession down to the level of the individual. Yeah. You know, because if you can do it at this level, then why can't you do it at this level and the next level down and the next level down and the next level down? And for the same exact reason you're talking about, because it is, you know. I'd be I'd be I'd be happy with a bunch of the states seceding. I'd be ha- I'd be even happier with more, with counties res- uh, seceding from certain states and, and then uh, cities. You know, that, 
And yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I threw some money back. At, I, I threw money back at the uh, state of Jefferson uh, years ago. You know, I thought that, you know, I don't necessarily agree with everything that the people up in uh, Northern California, Southern Oregon and all that stuff that wanted to do that thing. Um, uh, you know, I don't necessarily agree with everything they stand for, but I like their I, I like their thought process. You know, there was a group. There's been a group up in upstate New York has been trying to do it. They're just they, they get less popularized, but they've been trying to do it for a long time. Um, well, I'm from Utica, you know, and I've never heard anything like that. This must be an uh, Albany expression. No, no, it's the, it's the it's like uh, it's, it's like Western I, New I York. Think, I think you missed that joke. But anyway, oh, <laughs> steamed hams. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Airplane. Um, yeah. So, like, I'll, I'm all for it, and yeah, I, I don't. I mean, not that I get into the arguments with these people anymore, but I I agree with you. Like, what you you're like. Because uh, first, first, when you the way you describe it about how they how they, how they think it should go the other direction and no go outwards, and then the, isn't that how communism was built? Didn't <laughs> Marx want to use the state and grow it really big and then destroy? It? Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't think that, that's that, gonna work. That hasn't, that, hasn't, that hasn't worked out historically, so maybe let's not go that route. So yeah. like, <clears throat> the, the trend for like, governments are getting bigger, not getting smaller. You have a few very fringe exceptions, like. Estonia or um, Singapore or Hong Kong, but for the for for all intents and purposes, like they're they usually don't get smaller, <laughs> and even still, yeah. like a lot of those states get bigger. They're just not getting as big as all the other yeah. states around them, or as fast as big as as fast they are going. Right? Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. And besides, Texas should succeed, <laughs> succeed, succeed. They should, hey, they should succeed at seceding. There you go. <laughs> it'd be it'd be our own country, uh, but I, I'm, I, there is some kind of concern because there's a lot of kind of cultural views that uh, that they want to kind of clamp down on that that I'm not completely uh, in favor of. Um, yeah, well, that's the same thing with Florida, where I you know legally live these days um you know i, I they, they talk about they've there's not as much talk but there's been talk about them seceding too and like yeah i'm not fully on board with some of their at least the way DeSantis runs things but whatever man i'm still like overall i'd still like to see it happen um, I, i'm a bigger fan of this death santas than i am of uh, abbott but that's also oh and yeah, i'm a bigger yeah. fan of those guys than i am of i don't know um what the fuck is his name <laughs> Uh, Sisiak uh, of Nevada, or uh, why is why is his name slipping me? The guy who's governor of California, the one that they're thinking may may run. Oh, Newsom, Newsom, yeah, Newsom, yeah. <laughs> he's just a horrible human being. Yeah, he's a horrible human being on every level. Uh, I, I can't wait for a tumor to happen so I can laugh at his daughter's crying. His <laughs> can't wait. Ah. <laughs> uh, Somehow we were, I don't know if we were, were we talking about it during the show or during off air? I don't remember. Uh, libertarian welfare. The, no, I don't the whole so. like people who want to take as much money. You, oh, no, I think we were talking oh, yeah, about I was, that, that was, I think it was before show. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was talking, yeah, my, my, my buddy Drew. <laughs> um, yeah, because you were mentioning the whole thing about uh, the certain people in the Libertarian Party talking about wanting to get the get it, get it up to the five percent so they can get federal funding. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah, my, my thing is, 
I used to be virulently against that. I mean, heck, I fought at the beginning when my kids were born and my, and my, my ex wanted to put them on uh, Medicaid or Medicare. I always forget which one's which, <laughs> which is the old people, which is, the, which is, which is for everybody. Um, and uh, I was just vehemently against that, taking any money from the government whatsoever. Um, went back in my ANCAP purist days, and then I realized, well, that's just stupid because they've already taken my money. Um, and they're going to keep taking people's money. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, no matter how much I hate the state and wish it was gone and would be thrilled if it disappeared, um, it's here. And that's the reality I have to deal with. And if they're already going to keep taking the money no matter what, and if I don't, if I mean, I still don't take any, but that's, I mean, there's probably things I qualify for or whatever. I just don't bother. Um, but that's also because, you know, I, I pretty much told the IRS to go fuck themselves years ago. <laughs> And I just don't play. I don't play their games anymore. Um, but my buddy Drew is like, screw it, man. He's like, I take everything they give me. He's like, and he lives a great life. <laughs> and he's like, I don't care if people call me a welfare. Or he's like, screw it. He's like, they take so much money from me over the years. I'm never going to get that back. He's like, I'd never get it back any other way. So uh, you know, it, it it goes along with the whole. I guess. I mean, that was part of Conkin's idea, right? The bleed the system idea. Um, with the whole agorism thing about yeah. taking it, I did a whole know. video about why why I disagree with that. But go ahead. <laughs> but, but I I used you know I was for it for a little while, and then I realized it's just it's not going to work. Um, but on a smaller scale, you know, whatever, man, they're going to use it any, they're going to take it anyway, and it's going to go to somebody else if it doesn't go to you. So yeah. why not? If if you're using it, especially if you're using it in ways to create more autonomy for yourself, which is you know what I'm all about, becoming as free as you can in, in your life in in my lifetime. You know, since I long ago gave up the dream of seeing Ankapistan, and now that I don't want to see Ankapistan, well, I want to see Ankapistan so I can laugh at it and watch it implode. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, yes, sorry, not sorry. Um, but I don't, you know, whatever version of my utopia, like, I, I'm never going to see it. So instead of, like, I'm not giving up, but my my goal for years now has just been as making myself as free as I can right now. And trying to set my kids up to be as free as they can too, and hopefully, you know, if they want to further that, great. You know, I'm just going to give them the tools. I can't do much beyond that. Um, but I've been a lot happier for years ever since I've been doing that. I've been so much more relaxed. I used to be—I mean, I'm still an angry guy, but <laughs> I used to be so tense all the time when I was worried about like fighting for freedom and fighting and tr- trying to teach everybody and get everybody converted. And like now, I just don't care. You know, I'm living. I mean. In my mid forties, I'm living one of the one of the, like other than being separated from my kids, but that's been a whole issue between me and my ex and like other other <laughs> issues with that for years anyway. But aside from that, I've been living the greatest life, man. I get to travel the country. I get paid for it. Um, I you travel across I, the country with your dog solving mysteries. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know we don't. You know, like I, Wow I'm Scoob. A, yeah, I live. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, I live, you know. Swinks you, I, man. I, Swinks you right in the uh, ass. We're the one putting our balls on the line, dressing up like barbers and offering monsters a free haircut. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I live freer than pretty much anybody I know through the whole COVID mess because I just bounced around when everything, whenever they tried to impose it in a certain place I was, I just moved on. And uh, it didn't really have to deal with it and stayed away from all the mandates and masks and all that crap. Um, so, you know, I'm fine with people, wh- whoever wants to find their freedom or whatever way. And it, like I said, if you got it, if you, if you need to take some of those funds, if you're using it towards that purpose, great, man. <laughs> Bully for you. Um, not, I mean, it's going to implode eventually. It's just. I don't even know if I'm going to see that in my lifetime. They've come up with the 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 FedGov and the 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 parasites that be that actually run the world, whoever the hell they actually are. They've learned from their mistakes. 
But they've figured out all these tricks and stuff that they can keep, you know. I mean, in any, re- in any like, logical reality, the U.S. dollar should have collapsed years ago. Um, they found ways to keep extending it, extending it, extending it, and st- extending it. So yeah. I, they can keep going. I think, I, like, I used to, I like, I, I'd love to see the collapse, but I think they're going to be able to keep pushing it off even longer and longer and longer. They've just, they've figured out how to, you know, keep stupe- stupefying the public and then going, oh, yeah, we could do this to fix it. <laughs> Who cares if we're putting ourselves another, you know, ourselves in quotes, air quotes, um, another $10 trillion in debt? It's no big deal. You yeah. know? We're just going to pass it on, you know? Yeah, like, I, I really don't like the the whole, like, where everyone just is like, oh, all this inflation is going to cause a dollar to collapse. Like, they, these people have studied, like, why dollars collapse um, at, to the point where they, like, they know exactly where the limits are. And they can just ride the line just right to keep it going indefinitely while still screwing over as many people as possible for their benefit. It's it's not going to collapse like that. I'm sorry. They 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 know where the line is, and that's why uh, like all these politicians will promise like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do all this stuff, and we're gonna fully forgive student debt loans. And then when they get in, it's like, eh, we're not gonna do it. And then when they finally did it just recently, it was like, yeah, but it's only you know twenty grand. So you're only going to cover twenty grand, and that's it. You're you're on the line for everything else. Um, so they they know where the line is. That you know they 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 can balance it just right. So where everybody gets screwed, you know, middle class, lower uh, lower class, poor's, all of them, they get all screwed because they're the ones that get hit hard the worst by inflation. All the, all the big corporate, uh, all the big governments and or big governments, the big corporation, what governments do, but the big corporations, you know, they get that money first. So they get to enjoy it while it still has the value that it had when they first got it. Um, while everybody else, by the time it filters out to them, then, you know, it's not worth as much and it's just a wash or um, less than what, you know, what they had before. Inflation is uh, probably one of the most insidious taxes ever really is. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. It, it definitely is. And, and yeah, and I, I agree. They think they, um, I say this all the time. I mean, because that's how I came to these all these ideas. I mean, I've talked about this before, but this is how I came to all these ideas. Unlike most of my friends who came through economics in some form, I came through studying history and realizing that we were lied to about a bunch of stuff. So I've, I've, you know, I've, I've gone back and looked at all this, and you can look at the collapses of all these empires and stuff. And yeah, <laughs> the people that whoever it is who actually runs the show these days. They've had a lot of history to pour through and look at and look at all these things, you know, and are they perfect? No, that's why I think the whole, you know, what's that quote? Never uh, attribute to malice what could be uh, uh, explained by stupidity or whatever, something along those lines. Um, I think it's a bit of both. A lot of these people are evil. And they do make mistakes because they are they they are in some ways they are stupid and greedy and whatever. But they they've learned enough, and that's why you know the average empire only lasts for a couple hundred years, and the good old USSA is pushing past that because they've learned from the mistakes <laughs> yep. of the other ones. You know, I mean, how much did they learn from the Nazis? You know, who who rose to power in a hurry? Well, they're and well, then, that's and that's, that's where we got the UFO technology. It's the Nazis, well, man. Cool. Telling you. Yeah. <laughs> Area fifty one raid. Let's go. <laughs> I, that was one of that was one of my that was one of my favorite. <laughs> maybe sci probably sci up things in the past like five to six years or whatever when they had that thing going where they were going to raid. <laughs> I was I, I I so wanted to see that happen. Yeah. Like I don't want anybody to die unnecessarily, <laughs> but I really wanted to see a bunch of crazy, like out, like really high level conspiracy people out there <laughs> going up against whatever force is actually stationed. 
<laughs> that would be spectacular. It would have been great. <laughs> my, my favorite one, <laughs> my, my favorite meme of that whole thing was like when you finally bust into Area 51 and you hear one of the guards say like, make sure they don't get past the reality portal. The what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, but yeah. um yeah, so I had I had done a video about like my problems with agorism and it's not it's not to say that like agorists are bad or they're doing something like harmful. I think like agorists when they do do things like sell drugs and that sort of thing, like the people who are like agorists who are like ideological libertarians are far better drug sellers and traffickers and stuff than, you know, the mafia. Like you're probably going to not get killed over stupid shit. Um they're, they're more it's more it's more of a safer environment you're basically making the, oh, the more black markets yeah, yeah. yeah you're making that more it's making it more safer probably not perfectly safe it's still probably going to be very dangerous in some respects it's probably going to be like you know like the co-caches in the world like oh yeah i i totally agree with the non-aggression principle but i'm totally going to abuse you once you're on my camp um there's still going to be like those types of people but overall in, in the general culture of yeah. it it's going to be a lot safer so in that respect like i i'm i'm fine with agorists like i'm not i don't really try to like target them the the issue that i have is when they start going like it's the only way to ever yeah. achieve libertarianism like you don't know that because it's never brought libertarianism to the world, real world ever you can't say that one particular method is going to work when none of them have worked so far can't do it yeah uh, maybe we can say that it could be a multi-prong approach and that's one of the tools that you can use um i don't necessarily find it to be the most effective tool in my, in my opinion but then again it's just my opinion that's fine but to say like all the other attempts you know are, are, are a complete waste of time um and a lot of a lot of it were like well what why are the other attempts and they're always talk about oh the libertarian party is never going to work it's like well yeah i mean duh but <laughs> like there's other methods than you know than just agorism and just party politics there's other other methods of bringing down the state right yeah um yeah that's what's well, like yeah when because when you first when you first started saying that the first person that popped in my mind was good old sal the agorist and i'm like <laughs> I, like, I like sal but he's just he's, he's, he's too he's, he's he's one of those people that that's the only it's the only thing and if you're if you're not being agorist you're 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 hurting the cause in every other way it's like dude man like i i like the ideas you know Conkin had some good ideas although i i one of those i'm one of those people that contested he stole a lot of them from uh the guy rayo who came like a decade before him and did the vanu thing yeah which is which is probably if, if i align with anything these days i probably close most closely align with the whole vanu strategy because it's it's like agorism kind of and it came a decade before it yeah um and uh but it's just it's more about using whatever means you can because they're by all any means me. necessary right yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. by, yeah. you know like Mussolini little, would be all, proud yeah, exactly. <laughs> um you know just obtaining freedom however you know i think all of these agorism is a, is a tool to me um, even even anarcho-capitalism has become a tool to me. It's not an ideology. It's I pick and choose things from each of these, whatever I stumble across that works for me and helps me attain freedom while still not har while still doing harming nobody else outside of people outside of the state or people who work for the state because they don't count to me as people to me. <laughs> um, you know, I'm all for it, and uh, you know, I'm not. And, I'm, and I'm you're not, gonna I'm laugh. Still not hurting anybody. And you're gonna laugh at their daughters crying over their caskets, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I am. Deal with it, bitch. I'm not. I don't lionize these people after they die. If they were horrible human beings when they lived, well, they're still horrible human beings dead to me. I don't. Yeah. Care. I, look, like, um, 
let, let's just say that my dad was some sort of you know awful person like McCain, right? Um, but I still like had like a cordial relationship with with him. Um, I can understand. There's an example, right? Right, but this is this is kind of a weird one. But when Reagan died, his his son was not like a conservative at all. He was like a progressive Democrat, and he was like. Like, I love my dad. He was a great man. Like, he, he raised us well, and he was a wonderful person and everything like that. Even though I disagree with his presidency and I disagree with his opinions, I can understand, like, making fun of him, like, making fun of him grieving over his dead dad. That would be out of line, right? Or even if it was, like, someone who was just, like, like never commented on their history. Like, if it was, like, the the – I don't know if the, the Obama twins – um, have ever said anything about politics at all, you know, if, and if one of them died, then it's like, and they're sad about it. Like, I don't think that it would be cool to, to make fun of them because they've never commented on, I don't know what, what their positions are. They, for all I know, they could be like, oh, I disagree with everything my dad did for all I know. So that'd be kind of, out of the, but John McCain's daughter has spent her entire, that's her career. That's her job is defending his legacy, her, his legacy and moving it forward. So I can understand making fun of them. But anyways, um, uh, the 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 thing that I wanted to kind of push back on, uh, I don't know if the, uh, not that you were advocating it, but I think the the one thing that bothers me is like yeah, like if if the government's handing out social security and you're retired, you paid in quote unquote paid into it. That's not really what you're doing. Um, yeah, but you're paying other people until <laughs> your time comes. Um, it's a Ponzi scheme. Um, but like if you know if your your time's around like. We might as well reclaim some of your money. The, the the issue that I have is like when people go like you should get on welfare. Like welfare is like one of the one of the things that I really hate more than anything that the state does because it literally keeps people in poverty and it creates like barriers to get out of poverty because once you start making a little bit of money, then they take away all your benefits and then you're basically poor for for succeeding in the market. So like I have a part-time job, you know, that, or I have a full, maybe a full-time job that pays minimum wage. Um, but I'm qualified for section eight housing. I'm qualified for WIC. So I have food for my kids. You know, I have food, you know, I have snap, uh, you know, I get extra money on top of that and I have all this money and then I get like a two or $3 increase. Well, my, my wages, you know, my monthly wage has gone up, like, let's say, two hundred dollars but they're going to take all that stuff away from me so now basically i'm in the hole that like a thousand two thousand dollars because i have to pay all for that stuff out of my pocket so most people go oh you're giving me a a, a, you're giving me a a a raise well then i quit there's a lot of people that do that and they'll move job to job to make sure that they still keep a low Oh, I, yeah. I, in in general, I agree with you. Like, as yeah. far as most people are concerned, like that that is the 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 vicious cycle that unfortunately happens. I I, I won't disagree with that at all. <laughs> For somebody like my buddy Drew, though, like I understand it because he knows the, he actually knows the deal going in, and he's not like he's not putting himself in that position. He's just taking it, you know. What and again. I'm just I'm less stringent about being like virulently against these things now. I just don't care about like, like I said. I don't do it personally, but I don't begrudge people. No, I, I don't. Know I won't begrudge them. This. Yeah, it's not that I begrudge them. I just think that it's a bad idea to tell other people to do it because oh, it's yeah, like I, you're trapping them because okay. most people don't have the tool set to like know yeah, how it all yeah, works, and then they get stuck in it, and they're like, "Fuck, what do I do now? I don't know." Okay, so yeah, yeah maybe I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. Maybe I should qualify that. You know, yeah. maybe if you. <laughs> 
got to pass a test first. You got to be. You already got to be set up to where you already have a way that you can make money outside of the state, and you're working towards making yeah, it yeah, more yeah. possible. Like which is what he was doing because he's into microgreens, and I think now he's partnered up with somebody who does grass fed beef and stuff. He's a farmer, dude. Um, you know, but he, uh, you know, he takes advantage of all those I things. For, I, I mean, forget his name. They was, they was who. Uh, one of your co-hosts that that I that I love to hate, oh, Dave, <laughs> Dave. Dave Painter. Okay, so it wasn't okay. That's the Dave. Okay, no, oh, no, no. Dave. Drew Samples. He's yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, uh, he's Drew's kind of kind of big in the libertarian anarchist community. He does the Sample Hour podcast. He's been doing stuff for years, um, but he's all into like the farming and stuff like that. He does urban. He does urban. Um, well, he was doing urban farming in like the ghetto of Columbus, Ohio. Um, <laughs> but then he found out he could. He could he, and he was doing. He was doing really well. Like he hey, had a great. At least it's there. not Detroit. Yeah, this is true. Um, <laughs> and Toledo is worse than. Columbus. Oh, that was Cincinnati. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whatever. This is not that bad. Plato's horrible, <laughs> uh, but anyway, like, like yeah. So, so I, I agree with you. It's, it's not for everybody. Um, but if you, if like I said, I'm just not against it anymore. I don't care, man. If that's what you want to do, if that's what, yeah, you, yeah. Like, cause the money is going to somebody else is going to get that money, and it's not like they're 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 not going to keep, they're not going to stop providing it. They're not like the politicians are not going to stop finding more ways to convince people to get on the dole so they can control them even further. That's just what's going to keep happening. Um, so it's not going away anytime soon now. And you can't, the, the whole bleed the state thing, you can't, you can't do it either way by not participating or trying to bleed them that way. It's not going to work. Like you were saying earlier, they've, they've figured out how to stretch this thing and keep, keep riding yeah. the edge as far as the, the economy goes and the, and the money supply and all that stuff. They, they, they know what they're doing. Um, so it's going to be around, man. So just do it. That's why, like I said, my, my thing, do what you can to make, as long as you're not hurting you anybody you. else, do it. Do what you said. Do what you can to make yourself free, man. I guess there, there is an argument to be made against people who are like not net taxpayers, who are taking more than they're putting in, because then they're basically taking from other people. But I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know. that goes. Yeah, that I dealt with that during the whole border thing with the freaking the magtards and all those the people who went all the anar- all the all the MAGA anarchists who all went yeah, yeah. you know hard, hardcore. I dealt with the same thing with them. Like, I'm sorry. Like, what what defines a net taxpayer? Yeah, you're, like, like you're saying you're saying all this stuff in this in this very abstract idea. And like, yes, okay, I understand what you mean in theory, but in reality, which is where most of these people have a problem because most of these people who argue about all this crap, they don't live in reality. They live in these little bubbles and these towns they live in that they've never gotten out of and they live in the equivalent of their mom's fucking basement like you know get out and see the world get out and leave the country yeah or yeah that's what i'm saying or just realize that people like in reality people don't live this way man and um yeah what it what actually defines a net taxpayer how much money are you actually like what are you actually paying for when you're supposedly paying for the roads and all this yeah i I think i was just gonna say i think only a very small percentage of people, a very small percentage would actually be considered net taxpayers. So none of you people qualify either. So yeah. shut the fuck up. And not only that, but like I really like the government spends so much ridiculous amounts of money on um, national security. And sure, we can say, well, that's not really security, but it's like it doesn't matter. It's still a service that you're provided that you are paying for. <laughs> yeah, that you're getting. So what, you don't. You can't opt out of it, and you have to count it as part of you know the, your neck tax burden. Um, and I, well, exactly. I, at the end of the day, unless unless you're like a multi billionaire or multi millionaire, you're, and even still, <laughs> and even still, you're probably getting all kinds of other kinds of like subsidies and stuff for your for for your business in order to stay competitive. You're probably not going to equal out either. 
Yeah, so that's the only people who act. That was my point. So the only people who actually qualify under their own under their own standards of this nut taxpayer bullshit are the people that most people, even a lot of them, are supposedly against. <laughs> for whether it's for um, just bullshit talking point reasons or for ethical reasons or whatever, like those those are the only people actually qualify. So where does that actually get us if we actually follow through with your plan? We're all still screwed. Yeah. We're still living in we're still living in a in a quasi or even at that point full out fascist state. Yeah, that doesn't uh, do us any good, man. <laughs> but, but 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 then there's the other kind of turn. It's like, well, then, but you at least you have to try not to be an overburden. <laughs> ne- yeah, I, ne- like ne- I said, well, I mean, that's what burden. I do these days. I don't take I don't take I don't take any free services that I could be getting. You know, I go if I have a if I have to go to a doctor or something, I take myself to urgent care and pay cash. Um, I pay my I pay my my I pay for the road I pay for the damn roads because I pay a lot of fucking fuel taxes. <laughs> I try I try to avoid. Um, Tolls, like I try to take non-toll roads as much as possible, but I have to with certain times, especially when I come to visit my family in New York. I have no choice. Yeah. You have there's no there's no way without going like seventy five miles out of the well, no Oklahoma. I actually get around without paying tolls. Too. I don't take forty four. I take this. I take sixty six oh. all the way down when I have to cut through there. Um, there there's ways 35. you can get around most of the country without having to what pay these 35? things. Is it, no, that's the thirty. Is it the thirty? No, in Oklahoma it's forty four. There's like three five exactly five dollars, and you have to have exactly five dollars um in cash because they don't take um they don't, yeah. they don't give you change they don't give you change um but no but but like i pay i pay i pay a ton of money in fuel taxes so i'm paying for the roads i pay for the stuff i actually use i don't care about the national defense thing because it's all fucking bullshit to me so whatever <laughs> like if what if they're not going to protect me if they're going to let me get drone strike whatever i'll take that fucking risk man i don't give a shit um well they're, they're preventing else, you from do, from from that happening even though they're not doing a great job of it yeah <laughs> and you're getting and you're paying for it anyway so yeah. but but yeah. like you know i when i go buy my when i when i my food, my, my supplies, whatever the fuck I need. I pay all the stupid state local taxes um, and all that stuff. Too. So I pay I pay for all the stuff I use. So I, I'm not like I think I think on the large part, um, I'm not taking, you know, not, I'm not taking advantage um, like those people would think. Um, but again, I'm not really against if other people do. I'm, whatever, man. Screw it. It's going to be here. <laughs> do you? Do you? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like um, that, that's, that's pretty much my, 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 my problem with just like the I, I call them like uh, like because the actual term for agorism is like that kind of whole system of belief that the only way to end the state is through counter economics and everything else is a waste of time and, and, and or counterproductive or helping the state in some way. Um, but a lo- most people don't use that definition of agorism. Most people use like use it as like a as a play- standholder for counter economics. So I always just go like at, like mag- agoris maximus at maximalists. Ah. That's a term I try to use. <laughs> so that way, like, you know, people who are in the nosebleeds on that that important point don't come in and go, well, you don't have to do – that doesn't have to be the only thing. It's like, well, if you're an agorist, yeah, but I'm not going to have this discussion. So let's just, let's just <laughs> make a new term so that it's completely unambiguous for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just – that's the purest in any camp, though, man. Yeah. Or – uh like I again, I used to be one of them. I've, I I hopped through a couple of those camps, being a purist that way, and then just realized, well, this is just uh, it's it's the whole idea of you're just replacing one god with another. That's all you're doing. Um, well, you jump from being a status and being for one of the parties or any of the parties or whatever, and then you want to become a libertarian, then you want to become an anarchist, and you pick a camp. Like all you're doing, it like if you're that hardcore and purist about it, you're you're really you really haven't gotten very far. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some new ideas, but you still have the same mindset. Um. And again, it's it's mostly because, at least in my perspective, it's because most of these people do not live in reality. 
you know, they spend all this time arguing to this day, still arguing on Twitter and their social media sites because they don't want to actually get out in the real world world and deal with this stuff and figure out that, Oh, maybe some of this stuff won't work outside, you know, Oh, especially uh, that's why, I mean, I still love like picking on all the hardcore and caps who, you know, for years are just pounding the, Oh, your communism works great on paper. I'm like, you guys are the same fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) Your shit works great on paper too. Welcome to the real world, bitch. Uh, well, communism doesn't work on paper. <laughs> they must be missing something if 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 they think that communism, you know, is supposed to be this wonderful, great thing, uh, and every single time it's been tried, it's been a complete disaster. It's um, not real communism, man. Well, you know what? I I, I hate that. <laughs> I really do. I um, do too, because I the same reason for, for the same reason because I make fun of the end caps. It's not real. Ca- well, it wasn't real capitalism, man. Shut up, man. I mean, you make the same arguments. You're all. You're all. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a big tent when it comes to the word capitalism because I think capitalism is just like a broad term to describe like a family of different economics prescriptions. And that's why we say anarcho-capitalism to distinguish that from other types of capitalism. That's fair. Um, okay. I can, yeah. I, I, I can get that one out. <laughs> well, no, I can because I I, 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 I mean, economics to this day is still not my strong suit, but I've learned enough over the years that I, like, I can see the differences between Austrian economics, which – anarcho-capitalism essentially built around and any other school of economics well, there's, so there's also chicago gang i'm, I'm chicago gang yeah well, i know you're more yeah. chicago, guy. Um, <laughs> chicago i mean gang. i think they got some, I, I, think, I think they got some great ideas but i don't know i guess i i, I, did, I never lost that for my ancap days i still probably hang more austria but it's probably it's probably because i i my um, bob murphy is like my favorite living living economist so i just kind of follow him around <laughs> uh I, I i like david friedman but Bob Murphy I, is I, great. I, I, I like, see, I like, like David uh, too. Yeah, everybody thinks that like once like, you once you are no longer an Austrian, you have to hate all of them. It's like no, I still get a lot of value from listening to people like Kinsella and Block and uh, Hoppe and all this other stuff, even though I don't agree with them on everything, and not just even even economics, but just on like cultural things and that sort of thing. I can disagree with them on a lot of stuff. Like I, I have a lot of disagreements with Tom Woods on a lot of things, including Catholicism. Uh, but that doesn't oh, yeah, necessarily me mean that I can't get any value from, you know, listening to some of his stuff. Um, yeah. yeah I a lot of people I, other than the last week that I haven't been on the road and listening. So I'm like a week behind. I don't think I've missed a single episode of his damn show, <laughs> but I don't agree with everything he said. Yeah. I've just been listening since the beginning. So I've, I've listened to all 2000, whatever episodes of him. Should, um, should we, I think we should probably touch on some with Tom Woods. Cause I don't think we, we mentioned it on any of the other shows, but there was a thing that kind of came out about Tom Woods being a quote unquote groomer. I hope that's yeah. probably, probably, uh, probably should. No, not, not me. I mean like a pet groomer, like you, he grooms. Yeah cats and dogs and stuff but um but he he did he did like i think he met his ex-wife when she was 14 they started dating when she was 16 and then got married when she was 18 um and there's a lot of people throwing that g word around i don't think that's an accurate term for that uh the g word is for when you're conditioning prepubescent people into doing that because they're not they're they don't have an understanding of any kind of thing sexual at all yeah. Try, i'm trying to avoid using these terms so that the algorithm doesn't bring this whatever uh <laughs> goddamn youtube algorithm um yeah so like you're trying to teach children who are not understanding of all that stuff where you know he's like a very hardcore trad catholic there was no evidence or no claims even even by the the disgruntled ex today or even the even the, uh, the whatever the the only issue that the family had was like they were doing it behind the parents' back, which we can we could say that okay that's that's probably not good, um, 
probably a little bit weird that he was so so old and she was so young. But you know, I, I don't I don't think that's the right term. I think we can kind of say like, yeah, it's kind of gross. But you know, well, comparing only, it to only, being Epstein, mm-hmm. I, I think the only reason the only reason that ter- term was getting was getting used against him is because it has be- become repopularized recently with with uh, Disney getting attacked with that. Yeah. Um. So it was out in the ether. People were using it a lot, and people, like I said, I've listened to the guy. For, I mean, he, I credit him with being my turning point because he's the one who kind of convinced me all those years ago. I came after the Ron Paul movement, and I actually learned about Ron Paul through him. Yeah. The reverse of what most people did. Most people learned about him through Ron Paul. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, I don't agree with everything he said. When I heard all this happening, I kind of looked into it a little bit and I was like, yeah, it's again, bad optics, but I mean, <laughs> well, that's my not per- optics, it's just bad. I mean, cause that happened long before he was even a libertarian. So yeah, but my, 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 my initial yeah. reaction was have like, have you met this guy? Have you talked to him? Have you been following for years at that? He was a dork. Yeah, he probably he probably couldn't get any other way. Like I don't he think he a, did until he got married. He was a he was like a borderline autistic. Like he's not, but he was like a borderline autistic, you know, straight laced right wing or whatever conservative back in those days. Um, you know, and a nerdy guy who went to Ivy League schools, um, and probably didn't get a lot of play. No. Um, and the story I heard was that actually they met. Yeah, they met when he she was fifteen because he was tutoring her oh, yeah. or somebody else in the family, or whatever. And I th- I th- I thought he waited till she was eighteen till they started dating and then got married a year later or something like that. Oh yeah, I, so again, it was something like. Yeah, I, I'm sorry if I got any of those details wrong. I, I don't actually like know. That, yeah. I I didn't follow it that closely, but I wasn't going. Like I said, that was just my first thought. He was a freaking nerdy guy. He, yeah. he can get like whatever. I, like yeah, what I like what I appreciate if, if when, when 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 my daughters reach that age, if that happened, I as a dad, I would probably be like, yeah. All right, listen, dude, we have to have a talk. Um, <laughs> but I mean, even from a biological standpoint, I mean, it, it's it's widely considered like, you know, consensus science at this point, right? That women mature faster than men and that we're like we're idiots until we're like at least 25. <laughs> yeah. So like it is possible for a more mature, you know, like I'm not saying I agree with it or whatever, but I think, yeah, the term, I think the term was just definitely used to bash him because they just, anytime, any, like they've been looking for ways to take him. Yeah. People like him, Dave Smith, they've been trying to take them down for so long. And it, for, I just, I'm almost positive. It's almost all out of jealousy. Cause those, especially those two, those two have managed to make a killing out of the podcasting world, which none of, I mean, we've all been at it for, you and I have been doing this stuff for, I mean, I've been doing this since 2015. Yeah. I've made no freaking money off of this. And I actually I mean, had pretty uh, success. Like the season of Liberty was a, was a fairly success. Like we used to get as many downloads as the fiends got back in the, as a nationally syndicated radio show back in the day. So we were doing pretty well. We still didn't make any goddamn money. <laughs> These guys have made careers out of it. Yeah. Okay. And there's definitely jealousy attached that they just can't. Um, I mean, I went to look what he said about it. He kind of shrugged it off. The only thing I saw was that supposedly the one sister came and said something, but then Heather never even came and backed that up. So, and w- whatever. It's not like he did this and then he used it abuse. They went on to have five fucking kids together. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a legit, by all accounts, up and toward the last couple of years, whatever, was a happy marriage. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it was just used to try to demonize him, and it was definitely bad terminology because, you know, it's not accurate at all yeah. as far as I'm concerned, as far as I understand the term and what it's supposed, what it was being used for to, to attack certain people. I don't think it fits the qualifications, um, yes, but, yeah. I, but I also, I think it's also, you know, not a good look for old Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see. I'm, I'm, I'm going on 40 this year. <laughs> Finally going to turn 40. I'm getting out of my thirties. But I, I think of the prospect of dating 
uh, a 22 year old, 22. And I go, Ugh, I have to talk to this person. I really can't stand talking to anybody under the age of 25. Dude, I'm, in, I'm in my mid forties. I'm thinking, I'm thinking below <laughs> 30. I'm thinking below 35. I don't think I have that much. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, just, no, like I, I have dated like women that are significantly younger. Nothing, nothing as close as that. Um, and you know what? It's it's one of those things where it's like, like oh yeah, like I remember like you know, do you remember Pogs? And they're like, no, I was like three when Pogs came out, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, like uh, the, the 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 last girl that I dated, um, uh, she had like Super Nintendo games. But it was like that's what I that's what I played when I was like five, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like Super Nintendo came out, like I was mowing lawns. You know, I was old enough to be like mowing lawns for it. Like, geez, I'm old <laughs> to, to, to buy my own. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So like, I I don't think it's I don't think it's great. It's kind of gross, but I don't. At the same time, it's kind of like all right. But this this is something that happened a long time ago. Um, this is not like nearly as terrible as, as it is, uh, at least it sounds. It's it's kind of like, eh, eh. but as far as we know, and it doesn't seem like there's any evidence to point to it anywhere that, that he had sex with anyone who was uh, considered a minor, uh, at least in my eyes, uh, 18 is fine. I really would like if they raised the, the age of consent to 21, like I would not be like really pushing to object that i think that's fine <laughs> but at the same time it's kind of like yeah i think they're old enough at, at, at 18 to you know where that's fine yeah 16 that's where i'm just like bro <laughs> uh, no <laughs> something something's happening um but anyways yeah. i don't really don't want to go down that fucking rabbit hole because that's 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 a terrible rabbit hole and everybody's got a different opinion on it and then if you if you stray any what from that opinion you're a pedophile <laughs> fucking hate it fucking hate it yeah yeah um but yeah uh, i i do i do think actual pedophiles actual pedophiles need to be uh or well you know what you do with maps right if you have if you have a good if you have a good map you put it against the wall right that's what you do with a with a good map you put it against the wall let me just put it that way get some (laughs) thumbtacks and put it up against the wall (laughs) so what are you uh so what have you been doing got anything to plug um, well, I mean, I'm still doing, well, I don't know. We'll see. I'm uh, having issues with my business partner, but what the hell? I'll give it a plug for now. Anyway, I'm still doing the, uh, online magazine, RTA, uh, road to autonomy. Uh, we put that out once a month and, uh, there is a podcast that goes along with it that we usually put out once or twice a month. Uh, so uh, all that crap, you could find it. Uh, what is it? RT, RTA magazine.com. You can find all of our stuff there. Um, you know, we got, we got some cool stuff going on there. We're doing some promotions now and I don't know. All, all things autonomy so you know we're trying to get people which is that's the only thing i like i said the only thing i care about is being as free as i can right now so we just give tips and tricks of people how how they can be more free in the you know taking care of themselves and just you know all that kind of crap yeah maybe, maybe you should uh maybe you should put out some spicy tweets <laughs> yeah we actually have a twitter account i just never use it i think i forgot the password i have to look it up <laughs> you know you know dick cheney's gonna go anytime soon he was never in good health when he was in office and you know he <laughs> should be good to go like should be some good Liz Cheney jokes that we can uh, make you make uh, pretty yeah. soon here. <laughs> hey, I'll, 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 I'll get back on Twitter just for that. 
Oh, I can't I mean, wait to I see. Think, I, I was thinking, I always thought John McCain was horrible, but Cheney's definitely even worse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think he's way worse. Um, then I, I can't wait to see that little Miss Piggy cry. But we got two Miss Piggies gonna cry. I really hope she actually goes through with running for president. That's gonna be hysterical. Oh, <laughs> Please, this this whole election is gonna be absolutely hysterical. Um, and it doesn't matter if Trump or DeSantis gets gets the nomination. Honestly, I like. I think. I had some pushback from this from some of my friends saying that like DeSantis was probably going to be worse than Trump. But at the same time, I think Trump is not very, he was not very politically effective. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. 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 Like, like once he got into, like his, his skill set just did, did not fit in the white house too well. And he, there was a lot of mistakes that he made um, that had he not made those mistakes. Like he definitely wanted to push, put some of the agendas that he wanted to push for good or bad deregulation good um you know <laughs> killing people overseas bad um you know they could have been much more effective on oh, yeah. god fucking why did he had to make a rock star out of fauci yeah well and i'm so at glad at least he's finally leaving yeah he's finally leaving he, he, he killed enough gay people in the 80s he should have retired back then <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's, that's- that, 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 not that I want to go down this because we could we could go down this path for a while. Um, <laughs> well, hey, I, I, just, I did uh, a three hour show with 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 Sherry last episode, so. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, I heard I heard that show. Everybody good. loved it. Um, yeah, but I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta get my my kids are down. At least one of my kids are downstairs. I gotta yeah. get down to see them. <laughs> um, but I will just say, I mean, I mean the guy. Yeah, the guy got a, got away with it twice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the same exact the same exact playbook too. <laughs> so go ahead and plug your website one more time. Oh, so yeah. So you can find uh, all the stuff that I do usually. I usually put out podcasts once or twice a month, and, and we do put out a magazine. So RT, rtamagazine.com, you can find links to all our crap there. Um, and other than that, man, it's just me and the dog traveling the country, solving mysteries, you know, in our van. Yep, and you can always go to uh, Lobert's dot, or excuse me, Lobert's.locals.com to support us there. Uh, we still have a Patreon active, but I don't post anything on that because uh, I don't trust Patreon at all. Uh, there's still like two people supporting me there. Guys, if you're still if you're listening to this, Come to locals. It's a, it's a lot more better. That's where I'm posting like da- not daily pod. A, a lot of driving where I'm just driving and chatting in my car while I'm going to work. Uh, top stuff. And uh, we didn't get any super chats today, but you know if you want to leave a super chat for next episode, you can go to tips.jimjesus.com. Uh, worms and oh, and hail Worms. 